You're listening to the She Is Fierce podcast. I'm Kelly Youngs, the founder of She Is Fierce, a global women's network that elevates women's stories and gives you the tools and connections you need to live on purpose. We support female leaders and business owners who are ready to level up in business and life and make their mark in the world. And we partner with and provide speakers and development programs for companies that believe in the power of supporting female leaders and women on the rise. But if you know, or if you have an inkling, you might have a life-changing moment in the next 10 minutes, would you change what you would wear? Yes. (laughs) You know, so I always say, you know, why not? You know, make your road your runway. On our podcast, you'll hear the inspiring stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who have overcome challenges and built purpose-filled lives. And you'll get a behind-the-scenes look at my mission-driven business and learn how to brand and grow your own. I am so excited and honored to be here today with Manisha Joshi. She is one of our standout members She has an incredible story, and Manisha, I'm going to brag a little bit about you and who you are and what you do, but then can I ask you to share a little bit of your story so that everybody can get to know you better? Sounds wonderful. Thank you for having me, Kelly. I am so excited that you're here, (laughs) and I want to just share with everybody a little bit about Manisha so that they know who you are as we talk a little bit more about this idea of elevating women's stories and finding uh, ways to live life on purpose. Manisha is the former owner and designer of Sunisha Designs. She had that business for 13 years where she created handbags and accessories for men, women, and children. She has produced more than 30 fashion shows and is still going strong, highlighting local talent and supporting small business boutiques. Today, she focuses more on helping other small business owners build their own style and brand and create connections and opportunities they might not be able to create on their own. She is also an avid public speaker and enjoys meeting and emceeing local events and community programs. She really does it all and is the mother of two who loves music, travel, and photography. So one thing is for certain, Manisha, you have a love of life. Is that fair to say? I do, I definitely do, I'm very passionate. So as we get started, I want to ask you if you would be kind enough to share a little bit about your backstory. You have had a really varied career all over the place. You've (laughs) kind of put your fingers into many different pies. So can you share, first of all, just how you started and how you got into what you do today? I really have to give full credit to my parents. Um, They were immigrants to this country and we're just so proud to have an opportunity to live and work here. And so having traveled as much as we did and move as much as we did, you know, my father was a chemical engineer. And so we lived in Stanford, Connecticut, Nanuet, New York. We lived in New Jersey, California. And then one day when I was 15, my mom said, do you guys want to try life in India? And we moved to Bombay, you know, no questions asked. We were like, sure. So in my five years is where I um, did my bachelor's in economics there. And then when we came back, pursued a second bachelor's because in India, our degrees are three years. 
And so UC Irvine said, well, you've got to kind of finish, you know, the, the other year. So right around then was a heavy environmental movement. And so I majored in social ecology. However, finding a career in that was a little more difficult. Luckily, to graduate, you had to do a 10-week internship, and I worked for an architect, Robert McGraw, who's still growing strong, God bless him, and in that, he said, can you help me with my marketing? Now, it is something I'd never delved in, and I said, sure, and, you know, what I tell people, you know, this is something I really live by, is not every paycheck is monetary, and it was a free internship, but what I learned from that and I thank him till this day, is that it's jump-started a career in marketing for the rest of my life. From then on, I went on to work at Toshiba and Floor Daniel and Dun & Bradstreet and a variety of Fortune 500 companies. And I love that experience because now when I work for smaller firms or with my own company, Style by Manisha, working with clients who are working from home, I'm able to see the bigger and smaller picture. And I really like that what I have learned from larger companies, I can apply on a small scale because let's face it, when you're working from home, you've got to work a thousand percent more because you don't have the brick and mortar front. You've okay. got to let people know who you are from behind the screen and every opportunity you can network, which thankfully we're starting to network again. And I think that knowing when you dress up and you show up, which was very much what my parents taught me. It just feels good when you sleep at night and you're like, wow, you know, who did I affect today that not only brought me joy, but affected others. And I, I really love that. I feel like there's already so many good nuggets of wisdom in there. <laughs> I just love what you shared, the idea of this joy and productivity and that, you know, however we, you know, as you said, like even the style that we're bringing to the world, right, mm -hmm. our, our outward appearance or our, our behavior or, you know, if we're paying a compliment to somebody, each of those things really does make an impact. It might yes. for us, but it certainly does for the world around us. I know you have kind of a unique, okay. uh, you know, I think many people think of their parents, they think, my parents, they worked <laughs> and they raised us and, and they don't necessarily have their idea of style from their parents, right? Right. But you have a really unique story about how your parents in particular impacted um, your personal style, but also just your idea of how style and branding and really beauty, right? And respect yeah. for beauty affects the world. So can you share a little bit of that? Absolutely. I think what I loved growing up is even on weekends, you know, my dad would have, and he taught me how to iron a shirt very well. I mean, he taught me how to have the crease on the arm and the, you know, you button it as you go kind of a thing. And growing up, I, I mean, we weren't even allowed to wear t-shirts. You are going to laugh. The first t-shirt I owned was when I was married. Oh my because God. my mom, <laughs> she said, if it didn't have a collar, it doesn't go on you. I mean, she it was all about crispness and having an iron garment. And when we would travel, my dad would always wear a suit on the plane, even if it was a family trip. You know, my mother would always be decked to the nines. And one of her things was you don't leave the house without lipstick. And even as we're wearing masks, you know, I wear lipstick. It's, it's just a part of, you know, who I am. And they really felt that if you're going to step out of the house, put yourself together. And so it kind of, to me, I always like to say is, you know, when I started Style by Manisha, I really thought about branding and how what we wear and how we pull ourselves together, what does that say to others, right? And so I always like to say your brand begins the moment you walk out the front door. You know, to me, you don't know who you're going to meet. You know, it could be the supermarket or the coffee shop, and that might be the person that changes your life. 
that might be the person that says, I remember seeing you at the, at the Jack's chamber, you know, here's my business card. And you're like, "Uh Oh, this isn't what I was planning on, you know? And so I tell people if you, it's kind of like eating the right foods, if the wrong foods are not in your fridge, you won't eat them. Mm. And so I, same thing with a clothing or shoe closet. If they're not in your closet, you won't wear them. And so, you know, some people will come to me and say, well, it's so hot in Florida or, you know, who wants to go through that effort? But if you know, or if you have an inkling, you might have a life-changing moment in the next 10 minutes, would you change what you would wear? Yes. <laughs> you know, so I always say, you know, why not? I, you know, make your road, your runway. You know, if there isn't a runway, make it yours, you know, make an impression. And what I love too, is my mom would stop. And I kid you not, because now I do this. She would stop strangers on the street and say, excuse me, I just want to say how beautiful you are. I just want to say, I love your outfit. And so now I'm with my kids are like, mom, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) My window down and I'll say, I love your shoes, you know? Oh, thank you. But it's nice to notice when someone's taken that time to put themselves together. And it's nice to appreciate that. And I think that sometimes with masks and with a social distancing, we've sort of forgotten that it's okay to still engage with people we don't know. It's still okay to make eye contact. I just want to take a moment and say thank you for being one of those people who tells people that they look great or encourages <laughs> them. Because I think that there's as you said, especially right now, we feel disconnected, right? Even from, yeah. I feel disconnected from people that I love dearly, right? Because we just don't have the chance to connect with them in right. a more personal way. But I think also the idea day to day, whether it's in the middle of a pandemic or whether it is, you know, five, 10 years from now and somebody is listening to this, it is so important to see other people and recognize that they make an effort or yes. are trying in life and to recognize that. And to say, I see value in what you're doing, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's really meaningful. It really is. I mean, I was at a um, girlfriend's birthday party and some of the, we got there late and some of the friends were already leaving. Well, I didn't know that one of her friends noticed me in the split second. I just said, hello, nice to meet you. And she ended up reaching out and she said, oh my gosh, you walked into the room and your earrings and your outfit. And I was so impressed and I want to invite you to this event. And in my head, I went, but I met you just for five minutes, but look what five minutes can do. Yes. You know, it, it, that's all it takes sometimes. And now that we are thankfully networking safely, now that we're, you know, being able to meet in person, all the more reason to, hey, have fun, you know, go in your wardrobe and try things on and, you know, have fun because people label things as well. You know, I'm not into fashion or, you know, style is very presumptuous or it's expensive. Let me tell you, I think Jacksonville has some of the best consignment and thrift stores and it doesn't fashion or style does not have to be expensive. Mm -hmm. It just has to look and fit well. And, you know, like um, a lot of designers say, if you have a great cobbler and a great tailor, your life is going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) I did not know we were going to go down this path, but everything (laughs) you're saying reminds me of that book, I don't know if you've ever read it, but Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Yes. The idea of just whatever you're doing, doing it with care, right? Yes. When you're talking about that, that's what I'm hearing. It's, it is very much about style and how that impacts our lives, but it's also just putting care into what you do, right? And as it you is, yeah. your mom, like just taking the time or taking time to iron something well, right? Which I never do, let's be honest. But I have such admiration for that, that principle, right? 
Yeah, and just like going back to your theme of, of living a purposeful life, when you put meaning into objects or your, you know, items, or even when I go down to my car and it starts, I'm like, thank you, car, you know, you're working today <laughs> because the day that it doesn't work or something breaks down, we're like, man, I should have been more grateful and thankful when it was kind of a thing. But I think adding purpose to what we do, no matter how mundane the task, making it beautiful. I mean, my favorite thing is to put on smooth jazz and clean, you know, it just gets me going. It makes laundry more fun, all of that. And there's just so much we have to choose from. I mean, gosh, growing up, we didn't have so many cable channels and specialized cable channels, and now there's subscriptions. And there's so many ways to find joy or find your niche of what sounds you want to hear that make you feel happy, what movies you want to see that bring joy. And I think especially um, for me in particular, I, I turned the news off a long time ago, just because I think that sometimes we get wrapped up in what's going wrong versus yeah. what's going right. And especially with my clients, I mean, my clients that I serve right now are in completely different industries. And so I really have to switch on and off when I'm doing their social media um, or I'm going to their event. I have to think, okay, this is this industry. What do I need to pick up on, talk about? And again, I just, I, I feel so happy that there's a, there's a purpose to it. There's a motive to it and it's positive and there's an outcome that I'm going to have an influence on. To me, having, you know, making sure that everyone that touches your life, if you get a chance to say thank you, do it because appreciation goes a long way and then they know what they're doing does have an impact. Well, let me, um, let me just take you back for just a second and ask right. you to share a little bit more about what you do now. Cause I know we talked a little bit about how you got into this. I feel like we've been getting a lot of life lessons from you, which I'm excited about, but let's talk a little bit about what you do now, because I, I love how you have, as you kind of laid the foundation for this conversation, you've translated the idea of personal style and what you wear into, you know, a design business and then into um, a styling business, and then also into a branding and marketing business. And so now you are, while you still do many of those other things, you have another focus. And I, I am the type of person, before I started She Spears, I was always jumping around, not because I was struggling, but because I felt that there was something beautiful in starting something new right? Yes, I yes. love a project. I love starting something, seeing it through and then starting the next thing. So I, um, I would love to hear how you kind of bring that idea of the beauty and the style into what you do now. So can you share a little bit about what you do and then how you kind of bring those same principles into life in your, in your business? You're going to laugh, but I started Style by Manisha in a hotel room in Orlando. <laughs> I was there at a, for a conference and I, you know, we, I went upstairs in my room uh, for a break and that's, I found, you know, my logo <laughs> and I decided to name it Style by Manisha and there it, two years ago, it was the month of June that I started and the concept behind it was, as you know, I love all things style. I mean, um, if anyone is watching this and can remember the CNN show Style with Elsa Clench, mm -hmm. my mom and I grew up watching every episode. I mean, she had old videotapes that are probably warped by now of every show. And wow. so to me, the impact of what style had on the world, honestly, I mean, it, you know, that's why it's a billion dollar industry. 
I wanted to make sure that I wove that into my new business. And so when I really looked at it, I thought, how can I make it sort of 360 degrees, right? Because it's important that we look good online and we look good offline. So I looked at how social media was really becoming one of the strongest sort of components of how people were marketing and branding themselves. You know, we were moving away from print advertising into online. And so I said, okay, well, if I do social media and styling, that's sort of the online and off part. And photography really came later on when I met um, Abra Zawaki, who's a local photographer. And I said, I just, I'm curious, do you teach photography? And she said, I do. And she taught me my good old, you know, Canon manual camera, and that helped me add photography. So now I'm able to tell people I can photograph you, I can style you, and I can manage your social media. So it's sort of 360 degrees to me of making someone look good all the way around. Because a lot of times people will post just to post. And that's one of the biggest mistakes is you really want to think about your content and having had a background in writing, you know, writing corporate newsletters and writing um, press releases and all of that. I knew how important a written word was and how important one spelling error can make or break your impression to someone. Yeah. And, you know, they may be the sharpest person in the room, but if their content, if their social media, if their branding is sloppy, that right there could tell someone, well, your messaging and who you are don't match. So I'm not sure if you'll be a right fit for me. And I would hate for anyone to lose business over that, which is why I felt so strongly that this is a, this is, you know, something that I could offer others. And plus <laughs> the number one thing folks tell me is they don't have time for social media. That's just, it's tedious. I have to think of content and images. And I, to me, I love it. I, I, you know, I truly love it. It's funny. I just came back from vacation and the first thing I wanted to do was go back to work and everyone's like, you know, what? <laughs> but, you know, when you love what you do, and again, it comes back to impact when you know you've got a good, a positive impact on a person's company or their life, how would you not want to do it? You know, so I, I really love social media, photography, styling. And styling, I think, out of all of those pieces is, has been the most emotional. You know, you're in someone's closet, you're getting to know a personal side to their lives. And a lot of times it ends in hugs and tears because there's a lot of self-esteem involved, right? I mean, clothing covers our body. It also wraps our soul. It, it covers a lot of things that we're not sharing with others. And when you open up an individual to say, you know what, you are beautiful and you, you know, you need to accentuate this or bring out this in you. It is such a beautiful touching moment. And to have that opportunity to do that with others, I, I just, is it's amazing. I have this question, but sure. you answered it, but I want to give you one more chance to answer okay. it in case you've left anything out. And it's a simple question. It was just what inspires you to stay motivated but I think the entirety of this conversation has been the answer to that question, right? You've shared that you find joy and productivity. You've shared your passion for connecting with other people and creating a positive experience for them. So is there anything else that you want to add to that? Because I think that I feel like I've been getting lots of good insights from you on that. And I wanted to give you the chance in case there's anything else that you feel, you know, this really inspires me to just stay motivated and be excited about Mondays. <laughs> I know, what a nerd, right? <laughs> Most people look forward to Friday and the weekend, and here I am like, when is it gonna be Monday? Uh, 
I, you know, again, I, I circle back to my family. Um, you know, I, I miss my parents every day and what they gave me as a gift to living here and having, you know, the chance, I mean, how many of us can say I got to, you know, study in India and live life there and experience it and also, you know, do the same here. And I'm just thankful they, they just always took a chance, mm. you know, even on, you know, the weekend, my dad would say, you know, in our language, he'd say, Jello which means, come on, let's go out. And we would just road trip randomly and find lunch somewhere. And I just love that very happy-go-lucky, let's find something new. And I also love the retail side of my mom, where she would always say, wherever you go, make sure you buy one thing to remember that trip. And it was like, sure, shopping, no problem, <laughs> mom. <advice>. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm actually glad because, again, you know, those little things you pick up on trips were really great reminders. You know, when my daughter likes collecting little snow globes. And so if she's not with me, wherever I go, I get her a little snow globe and I get my son a little something. And it's, it's, um, I think that everything that I do, I, I really try to look up at the sky and, you know, Hey, mom and dad, am I doing okay? Am I doing the right thing? Am I living life the way you would have wanted me to live it, even though you're not here. And, you know, I, I tell people that you never truly get through, you know, the loss of a parent or, um, you know, an elderly, you know, whether it's an aunt and uncle that you were close to, but I do feel they live in everything that you do. And I always hear my dad's voice. You know, I always hear my mom's voice. It's sort of that check we do in the mirror before we leave the front yeah. door. I can hear my mom going mm -mm -mm, lipstick, you know, <laughs> fix that adds the, you know, and so Find, you know, it, whether it's your parents, your siblings, or a best friend, or even your kids, I get some of the best advice from my kids. When I'm stumped with a client, I'm like, guys, this is what happened today. What do you guys think? Mm. Kids' minds are so fresh and without opinions, and their, their level of thinking, I mean, I'm telling you some of the best advice I've gotten. You know, like when I wanted to do pricing for Style by Manisha, I asked my daughter, I said, I don't know how to do pricing. You know, how do I price photography in this? Because they could have me drive here. They could have, you know, it could be. And she said, well, mom, just do starting at, you know, just do starting at and a number per hour. Genius, you know, <laughs> genius, right? And I said, I knew it was the right thing to ask you. So I think finding those, no matter what age, you know, don't let age be the factor, but the ones that really give you the right advice, steer you in the right direction, and you can honestly feel them when they're not in the room. Those are the ones that I think continually inspire me. And I think that for others, finding that right group or individual, keep them, keep them in your life, you know, cherish them. I love that. Okay, so um, our final question, and this is for both of us. The question is really just what is, what is this conversation calling you to do in your life, right? So I'll go first since I'm really listening in on your story. And that is 100% to reach out more to people that, you know, as you kind of shared, people on the street and say, you look beautiful today. Or one of the things that I've been doing better at, one of my kind of missions in life now, is to just connect with people more. I have yeah. a tendency to get overwhelmed with all the things that we have <laughs> to do. And... Um, and as I shared before, I'm an only child. So sometimes I do go into a little bit of an introvert, even though I, nobody would believe that. No. <laughs> I just put my head down and want to read a book or, you know, get things done 
or over obligate myself. And right. one of the things I've been trying to do is just take time out to like send a text message, it's like so simple, yeah. send a text message to somebody that I care about and say, hey, I'm thinking about you, even though I haven't seen you or a letter to a friend that lives far away who I don't talk to often. And you're inspiring me to do even more of that and to do it um, more intentionally for people that maybe I don't even know, right? People right. who will benefit from not necessarily even me, but just the, the positivity of the moment. And I love that you're, you're finding beauty in creating something positive for somebody and not asking for anything back. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I will tell you, you know, like when I was talking about social media and how appreciative I am to my clients for making me feel that what I do is important and, and powerful. And to those, you know, I always say, if you make it a habit, it makes everything so much easier. It's kind of like when we wake up, we, you know, brush our teeth, make our bed, eat our breakfast kind of a thing, you know, kind of with social media or with anything, when you make it a habit, you know, I tell people just, you've got five tabs you open every morning, your email, your LinkedIn, your Twitter, your Facebook, and your Instagram. And mm -hmm. once it's all checked, you're, you know, you're set for the day, you know, who to contact and who to call. And it's interesting that you bring up reaching out to others, because a habit that I have had for years is I pick one random person in my phone every day. And I either call them or I text them. And it just, it for me, I feel really good because I'll just, you know, <laughs> go like yeah. this and whoever, it, it, it's kind of like spin the wheel. Wow. And whoever it lands on is who is gonna be the uh, lucky or unlucky, because I love to talk <laughs> so much, uh, recipient of the day. But making that a habit made it so much easier for me to make sure that I connect with others. And so I think the things that we get stumped with, you know, in um, making it a habit makes it easier. And also, you know, I was talking earlier about taking it out of the box. A lot of times we keep our stamps and our thank you cards and everything in a box. Mm -hmm. And it's away from the common areas. And I realize where are we usually the most in the house is the kitchen or our family room, you know, majority of the time. And so now on my desk, I have a stack of thank you cards and stamps. And so that if I am looking out the window or if I am thinking of something, it's all right there and making it accessible, making it a habit just makes it so much easier to do that, you know, because yeah. I mean, Kelly, you are, let's, let's focus on you. I mean, you're, I have admired you from the time I've met you and you began She Is Fierce as, you know, this incredible brand that from the beginning you have elevated its style, its branding. I mean, it's all of your events are full of class, full of amazing speakers. I, I've never gone to your event and thought, what am I going to expect? I've always gone to your events and went, oh, I'm so who am I going to meet? You know, what am I going to hear? And very kind. No, honestly. So I, I can see where you would feel overwhelmed and you would at the end of the day say, I don't want to do one more text. I don't want to do one more phone call. I've been doing it all day. Um, so I really admire that even with everything you do as a mom, wife, and, you know, a business executive, that you still want to find time to connect with those you haven't had a chance to with all of that. So I admire you a lot. No, I am going to start trying actual seniors. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what a beautiful, I'm so grateful to you. And what a beautiful message to end on as well. I feel like you've given us so many life lessons. <laughs> I mean, I knew we were going to get some good stuff, but I feel like I, I know everybody that listens to this is going to walk away inspired to find more beauty in the world and to put a little bit more beauty out there into the world too. 
So Manisha, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure and I can't wait to share this with everybody out there. Uh, thank you, Kelly. It's been wonderful. And honestly, congratulations on all your efforts that you, I mean, have done for She Is Fierce. You've created something wonderful for women. Thank you again. And for everybody who is listening, um, I am so excited about our many amazing guests. Manisha is setting the bar high <laughs> that we have on this season and this new idea of finding, uh, both elevate, elevating our stories and really highlighting where all of these incredible women in our community have come from to get where they are. And then also exploring this idea of just living on purpose and taking proactive steps to find more purpose and more joy, as Manisha talked about in our daily lives. So Manisha, thank you again. I am so honored that you joined <laughs> me today. And I can't wait to share this with everybody who is listening. Oh, well, mwah. thank you, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of the She Is Fierce podcast. If you're ready to level up in your life and start living on purpose, join our community of fierce female leaders and women on the rise who are ready to make more money, find more joy, and make their mark in the world. Inside our society membership, our high-level CEO mastermind circle, or at our sold-out live events. Choose how you want to get involved at sheisfiercehq.com.